Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, we just have a musically viral good time for you this evening. Uh, but for, before we get to all the, uh, the viruses, Jonathan, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, man, speaking of viruses, I've been just sick for the last couple of days, but uh, I've been feeling a lot better, which is good. That's good. Excited to do the show and, and podcast. And um, yeah, it's been just been kind of a kind of a lazy couple of days. I mean, I've had work and stuff, but yeah, it's just it sucks when you're sick because you can't really do much. Um, you just got to kind of take care of yourself. Um, but yeah, doing doing OK. And I, I feel like I'll be at 100 percent by the end of the week. So hopefully by the time this episode drops, I'll be feeling a lot better. So here's to um, your health resembling the 100 emoji. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, man, yeah, doing doing just fine. Just uh, just hanging in there. How about you, Joe? Um, I'm doing well, man. My folks came down Friday, um, so I got to hang with them Friday and Saturday. Um, had my smoked old fashioned at Seventh and Dolores, which was delicious. Oh man, those, yeah, those um, good. And then uh, yeah, just kind of wrote and hung out through the rest of the weekend. Um, yeah, man, it's it has it's not been bad. It's not been bad at all. It's not been bad. Um, I thought about going to see Aquaman, uh, but then I realized it's made over a billion dollars. I don't need to go, you know, it doesn't need my money. And I really don't, you know, care to to see it. What do you think about this movie made more than The Dark Knight? It's made more than Dark Knight Rises. It's it's the highest grossing uh, DC movie. Yeah. I, I, you know, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had like too much of a desire, desire to go see it. Me neither. Um, I, you know, I, yeah, uh, maybe I'm not surprised. I knew it would do better than I think some of the other DC films that have come out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I'm like optimistic too. I'm like, okay, this is good. Cause like, yeah, DC needs to like turn their stuff around this next, this year. And they're kind of, um, trying out some different characters. And I thought, um, Aquaman was kind of the weakest one out of like the Justice League movie or whatever um, yeah so I'm, i am curious to see like okay they have a whole movie now to like showcase this character so you know see what they do with that but i don't know man uh i'm maybe i'm, I'm surprised i'm not surprised i don't know like a billion is a, is a lot that's definitely quite yeah. a lot for since and it's been since what uh this it came out in december right december yeah like, or a little bit before Christmas, I think, so... Yeah, like, 16, 17, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm curious, uh, you know, I think I might wait <laughs> till yeah. it comes out, but... Um, then again, like, yeah, we'll just have to see what what's up with DC, and... Because, you know, now, for me, it's like, okay, so, like, are they just trying to do, like, just these different films, and, like, kind of just do it separately, and not try to join everything to one big universe... Or is it eventually, are they going to kind of like, you know, t- take the advice that they should have in the, in the first place is, is just like take their time with the, these characters and like kind of build up, you know, these different movies and then, and then merit some sort of like kind of Avengers type or um, um, Justice League type movie. So I don't know. I don't know, dude. I feel you. <laughs> Um, feels. Yeah, I have I have no real desire to see it. Um, uh, I, I you know I'm happy for it. I'm happy for all those involved. You know that's great. Um, 
But it, it does worry me that DC will go, oh, no, it's working. What we're doing is working. And yeah, and they'll just start creating, like, more and more of the yeah, same. Yeah, like, uh, no, do better, DC. Um, yeah. But having said that, I haven't seen it. So, you know, it could be – I'm hearing consensus is that it's fun. But I, it's just not the type of fun I want to have right now, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Every movie has a different kind of kind of tone and whatnot. And yeah, yeah. What well, we're kind of I'm kind of curious about the direction, like you know, why they decide to make those changes or or whatever. But yeah, I'm yeah I'm I'm very curious to see it, but I don't know if I need to trek to the theater to check it out. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one yeah. thing I I can't wait for. I don't. Did you see the latest teaser trailer that they dropped today for Game of Thrones season eight? Oh, dude. Yeah, I actually watched it um, last night. I think I, like it dropped last night or oh, something. Oh, did it? Okay. And, um, but yeah, I, I saw it, and I'm getting super excited because now they finally give us a release date. Yeah. Which is perfect because it's in between our birthdays, man. It is. So it's gonna be it our Game is. of Thrones month. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, April fourteenth, it comes back, and it's my birthday uh, weekend, dude. That oh shit, that is so, man. Got yeah. Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, it up, dude. Turn, turning thirty <laughs> with Thrones. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Does that have like a Game of Thrones like themed? <laughs> no. Oh my god, I look back. Yeah. I, what are you? What'd you do for your thirtieth? Uh, I had a Game of Thrones <laughs> themed party. I'm not a fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> No, but I'm very excited. So basically, if you haven't seen it, and you know, spoilers obviously, but if you're curious, the trailer is um, the Stark children, Sans Bran. Uh, it's John, Sansa, and Arya, and they're walking through the the Stark crypt of Winterfell. Crypt, yeah, and um, the feather drops from the statue of Lyanna Stark. Oh, okay. Now I read I online. That, I, okay, uh, we're I getting like, we're getting nerdy here. But, you know, that it was, oh, that's the reference to Bran. But they were like, no, it's actually, you remember when uh, King Robert gets to Winterfell in the first episode of the pilot, and he goes directly to Lyanna's tomb. Uh, I didn't realize this, but he places a flower there. So that flower is from the first episode. Oh, wow. Um, And it falls down and everything. Throwback right there. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, so they're walking through the crypt. They hear... The voices of um, Catelyn Stark, of Ned Stark. Um, am I forgetting anyone? Oh, man. But basically, yeah, you know, kind of these ominous lines of dialogue with their statues and then a little brief flashback. And then um, they come to the end of the crypt and there's three statues of Jon Snow, Sansa, and Arya. And, uh, and then... Something is charging towards them because John and Arya pull out their swords, yeah. uh, and then it, and then it cuts. So it's it's a very you know we that's obviously not a part of the show that's obviously just shot for promotional purposes, but it's very effective. Yeah. Um, and it got me excited. It got me very excited. So yeah, man. I it, and it's crazy to think that it's only in a couple months that it's airing. Like the holidays are over. It's we're getting pretty much through January right now. Yeah. And then, yeah, just a couple more months, and then we have the pretty much the ending of Game of Thrones, this story arc, I guess. And um, we're going to have to do some some top five episodes with Game of Thrones. For we sure. will, yeah. Um, but I am curious, and I mean, with, was it like six episodes or something like that? Six like, episodes all over an hour long. Ah, oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, 
Yeah, man. We'll have to put in our, our little like um, predictions as it gets closer to the uh, the air date and yeah. see uh, who will survive survive this uh, winter season <laughs> and uh, and who will who will take the throne. I think that that too. That's that this whole show has been kind of leading up to is who's gonna take over King's Landing. Yeah. So I am very curious, and um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. See what happens. Yeah. Television. <coughs> Television. Oh, excuse me. Um, so, Shawnee, I've been uh, been listening to a lot of music uh, lately, and I listen to a lot of tunes over the, over the uh, weekend. Um, and one artist I got kind of stuck on is a very famous musician who we've never talked about on this show. And um, I don't think either of us are huge fans of him. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but he is iconic, and I think most people do hold him in, in really high regard. Um, so I'm just very curious, if you don't mind me segueing into, into a list here, mm-hmm. um, what are your top five favorite Bob Dylan songs? Man, um, so this took me quite a while. I'm not like... Uh, I haven't followed, I think, most of his discography, but, you know, of course, I've known Bob Dylan, and he's quite an influential character, or, sorry, musician, um, artist, and, and writer um, in music, especially for, you know, his times in, like, the 60s and 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 on, and, um, yeah, he's got some pretty very, uh, what do you call it, very, um, of course, he, he's associated with kind of, like, the folk genre, but, um, yeah, very kind of time-tested songs. Um, lyrics are very... Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Just very... Kind of windy. <laughs> but Yeah, there's like a lot of like... I mean, there's obviously imagery and stuff. Um, His wordplay yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, word, I guess wordplay is what I'm trying to, yeah. to go for. Turn of phrase. To, yeah, I was about to say, very close to um, our homie Alex Turner. Very much, yeah. Arctic Monkeys. And like how he, you know, I would think he would take some influence from Dylan as well. So, um, so I've got quite, I've got five songs, you know, I have to go through a couple, but, um, for number five, I've got, um, Hurricane. Um, I'm trying to remember, I'm going to have to pull up my, uh, my Spotify here. Pull up that spot. Just to make sure I got the right record on here, but, um, Give me a sec, guys. I'm sorry. Oh man, I should I should have put I should have put the record right next to it because I oh I didn't even I didn't, think about that. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I know most um, of these though. So this one is off of. Sorry, brother. My bad. Dude, you are okay. <laughs> you are okay. Dude. You are okay, dude. Um, oh, I can't really see which one. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I'm not like the biggest uh, preparer. I, I don't prepare. <laughs> no, but um, so it looks hurricane like is off of desire. Desire, yeah. Yes. Sorry, my window's so small. <laughs> it doesn't even show me the album. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a cool little tune. I, I, I like the um, you know Bob Dylan is kind of sticks to like kind of um, very stripped down kind of music. So he had like acoustic guitar on this one. Um, it's got like kind of an interesting, uh, intro and I don't know. I, l- I like the song. It's definitely like when I think like quintessential 
um, like Bob Dylan, like the kind of sounds you would hear, the the kind of um, the things you associate with like the Dylan sound and the way he kind of writes and stuff. So got number five, Hurricane. 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 And uh, I've got uh, number four, Mr. Tambourine Man. Ooh, yes. Which I feel like I feel like this one might have been one of the earlier like Bob Dylan songs I remember. I believe you're um, right. And uh, this one, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. You just start talking, and I'll uh... okay for sure. Um, so, Mr. Tambourine Man. Uh, yeah, I just love this song. It's a good good Bob Dylan song. Um, again very connected to his kind of sound. I mean, most of the songs I'll mention are the ones that I, that really remind me of Bob Dylan. And, um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember like when I heard this song, it's probably one of the first ones for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to remember, um, like how it made me feel in that moment. Um, this is off of bring it, bringing it all back home. Thank you. Yes. Bringing it all back home. Um, yeah, it's a good song. I really, I really like the song. And if you guys kind of want to get a little intro into, uh, Bob Dylan, I mean, this song and maybe a couple I mentioned on the list, um, are pretty, pretty good songs for, for, for Dylan's sake. So, and of course it's again, simple acoustic, you know, just straight up Bob Dylan, dude. So that's what I like about him because, you know, it, it boils down. That's what I like about his music is it, it does kind of boil down to just songwriting and just the, you know, songs can have, especially in these days, like with pop music and whatnot. And, um, there's just so much going on in the songs. And what's great about Bob Dylan is it, it just brings it back to being like music being simple. And, um, <clears throat> I think most of the songs I mentioned have that, that kind of essence uh, of it in there. Yeah. So I'm going to go number four, Mr. Tambourine Man. Um, number three, Blowing in the Wind. Ooh. Um, this was kind of an, uh, one that grew on me. I had to kind of listen to it a couple times. Um, but it is a pretty fun song. I, I do like it. And um, fuck, man. I'm just trying to think of... I'm trying to think of like highlights of the song. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to play this. Blow in the wind. Um. Oh yeah. It's very. It's very like his music's very. Especially with this song, I always feel like it's some like some kind of thinking music. Yeah. Um. It 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 kind of self reflection and and, you know, it's it's about kind of like lifestyle and whatnot and. Um, this song, especially, I think "Blown in the Wind" reminds, kind of has that feeling for me. And um, when I listen to it, you know, you're kind of, you know, kind of thinking about life and stuff. <laughs> I know that sounds super deep, but that's what Bob Dylan songs do to you. Sometimes they they kind of give you that chance to reflect or uh, take a moment or just kind of listen to what you know his his lyrics and and kind of imagine what he's what he's. Uh, He's trying to say in his message. That one um, was off of the Free Wheeling, Bob Dylan. Free Wheeling. Okay. Uh, so Blown in the Wind is number three. Uh, and then number two and one are, I think, kind of the, the more staple uh, singles from, like, Dylan. So I've got Like a Rolling Stone. Nice. For number two. Um, I The intro of the song is probably one of my favorites. So good. And that, it just kind of comes that in. Piano? Like, what is... 
It's yeah, and it and especially for Bob Dylan now, kind of like I feel like this one detaches a little bit more from that folk kind of stripped down sound. Yeah, and kind of goes for I don't even know how to. They just described it as electric. Dylan went electric. Yeah, Dylan went electric, man. So it definitely has the kind of the rock band vibe. Um, The lyrics are definitely winding and twisty and all sorts. So good. Once but yeah, that's a time, just so fast <laughs> through the moon, down, down, down. Yeah. It could, it could get like when you, I think if you're a first time Dylan listener, I'm sure it can get kind of like, uh, maybe you get kind of lost in his music a little bit because of just how he is able to write and kind of sing and kind of put this, these words into play. But, uh, at the same time, after a while, when it kind of grows on you, it's very hypnotic and, um, you're just kind of listening to his different phrases and everything. So especially with this song, Like a Rolling Stone, um, yeah, that's definitely the case. And then number one, the times are changing. Um, I think probably one of the most uh, great Bob Dylan songs, and, and one that I remember, again, like I associate it, you know, it's just anytime I hear that song, it's, it's Bob Dylan. And, um, you know, it's a very influential song. It's, you know... Obviously, in the title, times are changing. There's, you know, different things that he's um, seeing and reflecting on in his music um, during that time. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite Bob Dylan songs. It, it's, it's actually a good song that you can play acoustically. Um, you can sing with, like, a lot of people. It's, it's definitely, like, a uh, very similar, like, Hey Jude. It's got, mm. like, that kind of, kind of universal way to it. It doesn't have a very catchy... Hey Jude, na 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 thing where any everyone or anyone, no matter what language, can say. But um, for me, it gives me that same feeling that kind of um, kind of everyone can kind of sing along. Yeah, that uh, that group kind of thing. So that's um, a good yeah, list, Shawnee. That's a very good list. Yeah, it makes me it makes me want to dive more into Bob Dylan's discography and kind of soak him up a little bit more. And um, you know, I think. Compared compared to some of the other artists, you know, Bob Dylan's definitely definitely stand the test of time and has you know has I mean he's been writing songs for so long and you know it's great that he's had that such an influence on a lot of different artists and musicians. So I think that's uh, overall in itself, aside from his music, I think just um, yeah him in general just kind of uh, influencing other people. So. Yeah, um, he'd yeah, be yeah. A, an interesting one to do one of our weekly segments on to go over Actually, his entire discography. I, that would be a task. I would not be opposed to that. I wouldn't either. Yeah, it would be. It's just like the Ramones uh, we're doing because I know we're this week we're doing kind of a record that we both haven't really heard of with the Ramones, and I think continuing on. Um, so it's cool, like have this kind of new dynamic where we're just like listening to songs and just kind of taking them in. Yeah. So I'd be super down with that. I definitely think we should do the Clash after the Ramones, but I'd be down for Dylan after that. I'm down. Hell yeah, Dylan. Right on, Joe. What What are your top five uh, Bob Dylan songs? So I, f- I feel like my top five is very greatest hits, and I'm I'm kind of embarrassed by it. But it's even cool, so, cool. I've been thinking about Dylan. And I want to talk about Dylan. Um, Number five off of Blood on the Tracks, Simple Twist of Fate. Simple Twist of Fate, you know, like uh, (laughs) it's a very good, it's uh, early on in the album and it's just, it's a very good, you know, hooky kind of song. And um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, and I think he, um, at least to me, 
because I listened yeah. to this album a couple times now. Um, uh, Shelter from the Storm, I feel like, is just a reworked version of Simple Twist of Fate. It, I feel like the two complement oh. each other very well, and they're kind of on equal spots opposite, yeah, yeah. you know, That's in the album. Cool. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like it a lot. Um, number four, Like a Rolling Stone. You know, like just the stone. drum that kicks off. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, um, like a pickup. Like, it's yeah. just like, whoa. It's so good. It's like, it's so good. Um, funny story. Uh, I'm going to, you know, so I, you know, I've only gotten into um, like a sit down meeting because of a script one time. And in this meeting, because my script was very centered around music and, and it took place in a record shop, the the guy um, that, that I was having this meeting with goes, do you know what the greatest song of all time is? <laughs> And I fucking like, bluffed it, dude. I went like a Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan. And he goes, he turned to the guy. He was like, I told you I like this kid. And he's like, you know, uh, he goes, you know why it's the greatest song of all time, right? And I go, what'd you say? I go, because Rolling Stone put it as number one greatest song of all time. <laughs> His face dropped. He was like, it changed everything. I was like, no, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he went electric. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's how I fucked up. Um, it was going really well. <laughs> and then I had to fucking tell the truth. Um, it's a good story. Yeah. It's a good story. Uh, all right. Uh, number three, the times they are a change in. Um, I think it is so, that whole album is like just super, I think, relevant. Um, and I don't know. It's I think it's a song that... Uh, should be played in probably every American household. Um, yeah. And thinking about 2019 and shit. So, yeah. Um, number two, uh, also off of Blood on the Tracks, If You See Her, Say Hello. Um, oh. Very good too. song. Yeah. Um, you know, If You See Her, Say Hello, She Might Be in Tangier. I, you know, it's a very sweet um, but subtly bitter love letter to you know this this woman that he's singing about and uh i don't know i liked it a lot it was it's it's a sweet tune but it but it has that kind of just slight cynical undertone mm-hmm. um and it's a very pretty song and it's the song that uh <coughs> david duchovny sings to becca when uh her boyfriend breaks up with her for the first time or whatever. He's like, you ever listen to Dylan's yeah. Blood on the Tracks? You know? Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll admit that's where I first heard the song, but I love it. It's great. It stuck with me. Um, and number one, uh, off of the free wheel in Bob Dylan, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. Um, oh, okay. I adore this song. Um, it's got just a pretty little plucking guitar. You know, um, and... Uh, some of the great wordplay, you know, that we talked about, he, in order to rhyme, he makes up a new version of no in the past tense. Uh, so, so go on and turn your light, babe. The light I never knowed. Just so he could rhyme it with. Uh, oh, so yeah. Turn on your light, babe. I'm on the dark side of the road. You know, so it's just like, oh, man, like. I should be fucking furious that you abused. No, it's beautiful how you know he he contorted the English language to make it work yeah, for his lyric. To make it work. Um, you know, I, I, 
That's, that is pretty. Yeah, that's a kind of interesting thing to to see because I feel like, especially with music, right? It's like it's such a subjective art form, and like you have free reign. You could definitely be. Yeah, you have free reign, and he 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 managed to within that song and maybe some of his other songs kind of take it and make it his own, and uh, yeah, you don't hear that stuff often. You know, that's such a like that's a Bob Dylan thing. Yeah, you do right, you know. So, so I I really yeah, if you don't know it, listen to it. It's a beautiful little song. Um, also with kind of that very subtle dig quality. You know, it's a it's a love letter, but he's, yeah. it's also like it's still your fault. Uh, so it's yeah uh, he has a little bit of Johnny Cash in him I think when it comes to some of his love songs you know a little bit of cash. I'm feeling sorry for myself and it's not my fault man you know yeah um, so Bob Dylan we, we'll we'll talk more Bob Dylan in future future episodes yeah that was kind I mean, of fun that'd be, that'd be cool I would li- like definitely like to uh, dive more into his his, his records because there's there's so much so much music yeah there so oh yeah man good top five I, li- I like the, the top five and I like your picks Shawnee Day thank you thank you Shawnee you got a um, you got a top five for me this week yeah okay so I don't know why I was thinking about this maybe I was I was watching like a two thousand viral videos like two thousand nineteen or something like that so I was like oh you know what we you know, I've talked about YouTube a little bit, or I mean, this can come from wherever, but um, yeah, I feel like viral videos are just kind of like that's just the thing that exists in our day and age, and some of them are hilarious. <laughs> so, um, so Joey, what are your top five uh, viral videos of all time? So, um, yeah, man, I you know you know me, I, I you're you're on the YouTube train. I am I have not been even at the station for a very long time um since i don't know i i can't remember the last time i just kind of sat and watched youtube videos um sometimes i'll I'll check out an interview or something like that but that's kind of the uh the extent of it um so and i just thought of one and i'm taking out one okay um so my picks are are kind of old i think um i'm not up on the current the current trend of, of viralness, but uh, here we go. These are these are ones that I, I loved at least from high school and stuff. Um, which you know, all the best of viral video lists kind of start in two thousand seven, which I think is really fun. Yeah, because some of the best shit came out then. So. Yeah, that was the that was the dawn. We were there, you know. Do, do you yeah. remember? Were you, were you on the school newspaper at Reardon? I took photos, I think. Yeah, for a little bit. Were you on that field trip when we went to the San Francisco Chronicle? Ooh, I don't think so, no. So we're at the Chronicle. This is circa 2006, 2007. And um, back then on YouTube, you could watch just episodes of Family Guy, like without the commercials oh, and shit. what? Um, yeah, okay. the copyright shit hadn't like kicked in yet because it was all so new. And I remember we got to sit in on the reporters pitching story ideas. And um, this one person had the story idea going, uh, they're going to take, they've, they've reached a copyright thing there. You can no longer play f- episodes of family guy or episode, no longer TV. It's only going to be original content. And he said it, he said it just like this. He goes, this is the death of YouTube. Damn. And I was like, Holy fuck. I love YouTube. You know? And it's funny <laughs> to think back now, this is 12 years later. And that was, yeah. that's probably what 
kind of turn, you know, it is what turned YouTube into what it is. And it's a giant fucking success. You know, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were, I felt like we, yeah, we were there for like the dawn of YouTube and um, even like streaming. Like I remember when Netflix yeah. was not a streaming service. It was legit just a, a DVD. It was like Blockbuster, like. But mailed, and it, that but takes mailed. forever and shit. You yeah, know, it's not like we're not talking out. Amazon Prime two day, fucking yeah, shipping. It trips, definitely trips me out with all that kind of stuff, and um, I think just the still the beauty of this kind of stuff, um, especially with YouTube, is it's still free for the user in, in some way or form. As far as you know, you can watch these videos thousands of times if you wanted to. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I'm kind of curious because I, my, I, I agree with you. I, mine are kind of older hits too. Cause I just feel like with the amount of consumption now and just a lot of videos coming out now, it is kind of hard to get that really true gem of, of, um, of viral videos. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Um, so anyway, my number five is kind of the one that everyone knows. Uh, ain't nobody got time for that. I rewatched it, you know, leading up, and I was just like, "Holy shit, it holds up, man! It's very funny." Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, but it's very real. It's very on the spot. You know, um, it's great. You know, I think you know, real viral moments are are authentic, and that's why we're drawn to them. You know, I think that's why people yeah. they're looking for something real. Um, but then again, there's also heavily staged ones, but whatever. Um, (laughs) number four, I don't know if this, this really counts as a viral video, but, um, you know, I saw it on YouTube and it's made its rounds and I don't know how, how big it's blown up, but to me it's viral. Um, there's outtakes for a wine commercial that Orson Welles shot back in the 1980s. And we're talking giant job of the hut Orson Welles. And, um, he's sitting there at this table with a couple and he looks into the camera and he's supposed to say something along the lines of, oh, the French champagne or the, this, you know, blah, 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 the French champagne, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a two, three minute clip. And he just like, it's, you know, beep. Oh, the French champagne. Beep. You know, like he's just getting consistently more fucked up on champagne and not remembering his oh, lines. Just and just like, it is hilarious. Um, I'll I'll still search that out and look it up sometimes when I'm having a bad day like that. No one's having a worse day than fucking Orson Welles under hot lights drinking wine. Wine, just getting drunk, yeah. Dude, just <laughs> doing it for the paycheck. Fucking sit. Poor Orson Welles. Um, <laughs> number three. Uh, do you remember Dax Flame? Oh, whoa. Damn. Yeah, I'm going Dax old school. Flame? I'm going really fucking old school. He well, that's like um, went on to be like an throwback. actor and it turned out to be like a whole fake thing, but there is a, there's a very, uh, I don't know, a period there, man, quite the period where we thought Dax flame was real to the point where I remember showing my mom some Dax flame videos, my mom going, Oh God, I'm going to pray for him. Oh, oh God, I'm going to pray for that boy. <laughs> and, um, Oh my God. So Dax flame wow. was this just geeky kid who kind of did video confessions. He had a series and I can't pick any, just one, but he had wonderful, what? awful cringe worthy comedy moments. And it turned out that it was all for fun. Um, and he actually was an actor. God, what was he in? He's been in some stuff. Um, oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh man. And some, oh, wow. some big shit actually. Um, down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> 21 jump street. That was, yeah. No way. Yeah. 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 
So, gotta, oh my god, I gotta like look this up. Here. But we're talking when this kid was like maybe seventh grade, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's really great. Um, it's it's really cringeworthy shit. But uh, yeah, he talks about his day and how like. God, there was one where he's at a urinal. There was one where, like, he... Oh, there was this great one, right? He posted in the morning, and he was in, like, a Superman, but, like, a super skin-tight Superman outfit. It looked so weird. <laughs> and he's like, today is costume day at school. And, like, and, he, and like there's this girl that he talked about that, like, he was in love with, and he's like, I'm going to... When I see her, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to run up to her and I'm going to say, hello, little lady, would you like to be saved? And then I'm just going to run off and she's going to be like, whoa, who was that? Was that Dax? (laughs) And and then he posts in the afternoon and he's like crying. His like hair's messed up and he's like, so it wasn't costume day. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. You know what? For how like, man, it feels like forever since I've seen that. I don't think I've seen it since I've, since you showed me those videos. It's got to be a trip to like, and, and that's crazy because, you know, like that's pretty, mu- pretty much early, you know, kind of viral videos, you know, maybe, yeah, it was staged or whatever, yeah. but the amount of like, uh, especially now going to like a response video and like that kind of, you know, that is like such a, nor- not a normal, uh, it's such a normal thing now in the YouTube kind of, um, influencer creator culture, you know, like the interactivity of like that you can make it a series of just this kid, you know, confessing or, or talking on, on film. And like, that's, that's just like the crazy part about like these kind of videos is, uh, it's kind of open for, but people still find entertainment out of it. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's, dude, I remember that. It's that's, some crazy it's shit. so man. long though, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to look that up. It's wild. For that. So it's wild. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Um, hmm. Wild the wild. Number two. Number two, I'm going to go with uh, Leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, <laughs> I got this one on the list, too. It, dude, actually. it's so good. It is so fucking good. It's it's a minute and a half, two-minute news report from Mobile, Alabama, and it's this town that believes there is a fucking leprechaun, and they interview all these people that are just like, you know, who want the gold? I want the gold. I want to get the gold. And there's this one guy who has a flute. He's like, I've got this flute. It was passed down to me by my great 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 grandfather, <laughs> who was Irish, and um, they have a they have a sketch, they have a police sketch <laughs> of the leprechaun, and it's like the most poorly oh. drawn, like it looks like a it's like a third grader drew it, and they, <laughs> they put it up on the fucking newscasts, and they're like sketch, and um, <laughs> and it's real, right? It is it's like real, real, dude. It's real thing, right? Um, even the news reporter, I think, is like laughing. Yeah, like she's like, uh, or they mention the the drawing. They mention the drawing at the end. They're like, <laughs> Whoa, would you would you believe that that drawing of the <laughs> of the suspect? <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh man, there's people to this day who haven't seen that video, and it's it's Brother. showing that to people who've never seen it before <laughs> is one of the best joys. It's so good. It's so good. Could could be a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they just cut her without any context. Could be a crackhead. That's so great. It's like, are they asking? Yeah, they're like, where the fuck is this leprechaun come from? Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, the the leprechaun of Mobile. Um, <laughs> look it up if you haven't seen it, folks. Love it. Um, shit. Number one has to be unforgivable. 
Um, oh, man. Yeah. So there was a couple videos. They did a short series of them, and this guy was just out in the woods uh, <laughs> telling these just grotesque, awful fucking stories. Um, <laughs> but he did it like with like like he was angry, but the, he like included like nonchalant details and shit that made it very funny. <laughs> and, like, um, it was like yeah, it was so weird. It's it it's like, over the top like horrific shit that this guy talks about. It's obviously fake and it's not real. Um, yeah. And it's fucking hilarious, uh, but you need to like know your know your crowd before you show it to them, you know. Um, yeah, especially in this, I would say this this day, you know. Yeah, in this climate. So. But that today remains one of the funniest fucking. I don't know if it's improv comedy or what, but uh, it's fucking great. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> the, the the best part is when he. Uh, when he go, when he like repeats a line and he, he goes like waffle fries <laughs> and you can tell he's like trying to it's it's funny because there's moments where he breaks it he yeah. breaks his character and he like has a hint of laughing and it like ups the like the laugh factor even more yes. because it's like you Someone's know this guy is like to. yeah he's like trying to be like super serious and angry <laughs> and just like kind of piss you off like just looking at this guy and then. All of a sudden, yeah, he's he just breaks character, and then his homie behind the camera is laughing too, or like you can tell like someone's behind there, kind of like observing or whatever. And uh, yeah, that's just, it. Just makes it even funnier. Yeah. So. Holy shit! Un- unforgivable. I'm sorry. I just remembered a different video. Can I can I scratch one out real quick before it's too sure. late? All Hit right. It. I'm taking off. Ain't nobody got time for that. So my list is going to be five Orson Welles, four Dak. Four Dax Flame, three Latarian Milton, <laughs> the little, the little car thief. How could I forget yes. Latarian Milton? And there, and he's a series of videos too. He was, you know, this news report, whatever, um, about the was he a nine year old? Yeah, he was like nine, and he and stole cars. He stole his grandma's, grandma's car. Yeah. Uh, Why did you do that? Because um, I want to do hood rat stuff with my friends. I saw that I had my friend come over and he smokes with cigarettes. And, um, <laughs> you know, I want to do it because it's fun. It's fun to do bad things. Like, I, <laughs> I, I quote that almost daily, dude. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Latarian Milton's me. fantastic. Um, yeah. Sorry. Damn, dude. Yeah, I, so I, I have that as number I have it as number one on, oh, online. I'm sorry to fucking sneak it in there right at the last second. No, that was so rude of me. No, no, because I, I was I was surprised it wasn't on your list uh, until now. So yeah, for sure, man. I, Terry Milton. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. He like it's funny because he's the first video. He's like this innocent like yeah, <laughs> nine year old or something, and but like when he's saying stuff, it's like damn, this guy like just has no no uh, no consequences. Like no, whatever. He doesn't give a fuck. Nope. <laughs> so, his poor grandmother. And, uh, his poor yeah, grandmother. Man. Dude. And then uh, what's it called? There's like, oh, there's other like videos of him because he's had that wasn't his first offense, right? He like yeah. I forgot the other ones that he did, but um, the first one was always the funniest one. And I remember you showed it to me, and we, we just kept we, anytime we were like in a in a situation where we're like we we're trying to get you know like we're in a just kind of a dodgy situation or whatever, <laughs> and just like ah oh, I like to do bad things. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the perfect little like. Inside catchphrase, I would say. Absolutely. But Latarian <laughs> uh, Milton as number one. Um, I did have Leprechaun News as number two. Hell yeah. 
Um, could be a crackhead. I think that's the line. <laughs> <laughs> and just the yeah, the picture of that drawing. And it, you know what it is? It's the perfect viral video because it's it's just about like yeah, about like a minute or so. Like it's it's the right length. Yeah. And, you know, for like an it's a news report, so it's great because you get like kind of the intro and just like a little backstory into it. But it's just the right amount of time to make you laugh and um, for being viral and you know like watching it over and over. I think. Um, so I got le- Leprechaun news and then I'm going to go backwards. So I'm going to go number five. Uh, this one's kind of an old one too. Uh, shoes. You ever seen yes, the shoes, shoes video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny. I, I my roommates were, la- we, uh, were watching this the other day and my roommates remember it too. And we're just like, Oh my God, this video is just ridiculous. This guy is just, this guy is cross-dressing. Uh, no, he's, he's, uh, He's playing like a brother and sister, right? He, uh, in the video. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's like himself, and and then he's si- he's talking to his sister in the video, and it's him dressed in the in this like whole getup, and um, it's the whole video is about this guy, this this or this uh, the sister trying to get some shoes, and trying on shoes at the mall, and it's just this ridiculous thing where it's you know it's a song, so it's like sh- it's, let's get some shoes, and <laughs> it's like very catchy and stuff, but. I don't know. It was the wackiest movie I remember seeing. And for one of like earlier viral videos, um, it definitely like till this day, like my roommates, even one of my younger roommates too, like, uh, yeah, they know of the viral video. Hell yeah. And it's, uh, anytime I go try on some shoes, I'm like, let's get some shoes, man. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) But, uh, yeah. Number five shoes. Um, Number four, man, it's kind of tough for this one because I, I really like it and I would consider it more of a like a viral video series because it's called Will It Blend? I guess the channel's called Will It Blend? And the first one I saw of it was um, I think when the uh, the i like one of the iPhones, like the iPhone uh, I think it was like the six came out. The one that bent, that, or that was getting the, yeah, was the issue with the bending, six. Um, the this channel, <coughs> excuse me, cool under the weather. Sorry, you're good. Um, you're good. This uh, this channel called Will It Blend. It was like this, <coughs> maybe like sixty odd, you know, uh, uh, you know, the six year old guy in this lab coat suit, and in the video on this video that I remember seeing. Um, what he does is he he uh he pretty much sells these like high end blenders, mm-hmm. and in and in and in a way to promote his blenders, he created this channel called Will It Blend, and what you, what he does is he pretty much just blends whatever item and claiming that he can blend it down to like powder, and that just that obviously shows how powerful his blender is. Hell yeah! And then and then of course it just like random freaking electronical items or whatever. And, um, so the one I remember seeing is, um, it was one of the iPhones and he like literally, uh, blended that thing to dust. It was crazy. And it's, it's nuts. Cause you could, he shows the whole thing on video and it's, it's going and going and you could just see each part like slowly diminish and, um, and it was, so it was very addictive for a viral video cause it, it was, he would release different videos and it would just be like all sorts of the other stuff, like blending glow sticks or blending, like the newest iPhone or whatever, um, all sorts of crap, dude. It was nuts. And so the iPhone one was the one I remember the most. Um, but I remember, I think during that time when the bending was the issue with that phone, like, I think uh, that video went around cause it was like, Oh shoot. Like, you know how, like, um, 
uh, how uh, uh, how well built are these like iPhones that are coming out? So I think that was like the question they were all trying to get at. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, will it blend? And he always starts out, will it blend? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like this this dude just blending shit. So it's a, that sounds fun. I know, it's so funny. Um, and then I guess for number three, I, this, uh, it's kind of tough because this guy has a bunch of other videos and it's like a series. Like it's the, the guy who, who sings smash mouth to every video. Have you seen that one, dude? That sounds really familiar. He pretty much, uh, (laughs) this guy, it's just like this, uh, uh, this dude, he's just on his, like his like desktop, uh, laptop, like camera on uh, camera um, on the on the laptop, and what he does is he plays any song. It could be any top hit song or like a song from the past, and he would sing Smash Mouth's um, "Somebody Wants Tell Me." Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was that song or one of the other uh, Smash Mouth songs. But so he would sing the same lyrics and almost the same like uh, maybe not the same melody because it's he would try to match the melody of the song that he's playing on there. So it was, it was hilarious. And I'm, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think it was like, um, I think he did like, uh, Oh man, maybe like a blink one, a two one or something. And it was, it was weird. Cause it's, you know, you're so familiar with like the song itself, but then of course, you know, that smash mouth song and the lyrics. And it, it's just funny, this dude, and it's the same since it's on the camera on the computer, it's the same camera angle. So it's like every video is, it's like very serialized and, but every time it's just, it's so funny because I, I don't know what it is about it. Oh. So Smash Mouth singing guy. <laughs> I like it. Um, <coughs> man, yeah, dude. that's a good list, Shawnee. There's, man, there's been more, there more viral of- videos than I thought, you know? There are a lot of viral videos. I think for me now, it's 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 maybe a lot of them were ones that I shot from the past because of they've lasted. I feel like some of those. Yeah. Um, funny uh, is funny, and you know. Funny, yeah. Funny is funny, especially with the with the internet. And uh, I know these days there's there's so much content now. Like, you know, trying to find a good viral video. I mean, there are actually now like I mean, there's channels just trying to that have dedicated playlists for viral videos because like i don't know where else to look you know i mean as far as like my feed or whatever but yeah it's uh man the heydays of really good viral videos there was there was actually a time where like that was you know a a coming up kind of thing yeah yeah (coughs) the salad days i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) um Good list, Shawnee. That was fun. Uh, it makes me actually want to jump on YouTube. Um, I and I just might. I just might. Um, but moving right along here. Every week on our episode, on our show, each episode, I should say. No, every, every week on our show. Every new episode. <laughs> we have a weekly segment. Um, we've done our movies countdown from the year of our birth. We've done uh, Beatles records. And right now, this season, if you want to call it that, we are on the Ramones. We're counting down their discography. Um, we have done Ramones, uh, Ramones Leave Home, Rocket to Russia, Road to Ruin, End of the Century. And we have finally arrived at the first album that neither you or I have listened to previously. 
Um, there were a few songs on it that I was like, oh, wait, I've heard that, but not a lot. And um, it was an interesting experience. So the last album, End of the Century, was when they really started to diverge from their sound. They worked with Phil Spector. Phil Spector. Um, and it kind of, uh, I don't know, knowing knowing kind of the history of that going into this record. Shawnee, how did, how did it play for you? What did you take away from it? Uh, yeah, it, w- it was kind of interesting going from end of the century into this, this record too. Cause I, I think some of the, uh, kind of the, uh, production and the way it, it sounds kind of followed into this record. Um, it still feels kind of big bandy, big band, you know, in type in, in certain times of this record. Yeah. Um, uh, there are a couple songs that's like, okay, it surprised me. I was like, oh wow. They're still, you know, they still have a couple Songs where it's like, okay, this is like a central kind of Ramones, like the four, or, you know, like the guitars, the drums, the bass, the the vocals, the very simplified version of them. Um, but, yeah, I, I still saw, saw trails of that from the last record. So that, that was kind of interesting yeah. going into into this one. Um, so on this one, dude, uh, <coughs> I think the takeaway, I'm going to just say it as my number one, is the KKK took my baby away. It's got to be, right? It's it's the one song I the only I think one of the only songs I know off this record yeah and uh, I you know what it's it is one of the one songs also that I think of when I think the Ramones and uh, it again going back to like this is kind of the essential Ramones sound uh, it's definitely with this song on this record um, so that's what I liked about it. and I'm I'm glad they at least still have the kind of some songs like that um, in in some of these albums but. Yeah, so I got number one, uh, the KKK took my baby away. What a great catchy chorus on that one! Yeah, <coughs> only the Ramones um, can can do a pop song about like an actual the, yeah, horror the, or like the Nazis or you know they they yeah they I don't know you know you couldn't get away with that today um, yeah but they do it and, so kind of winking and romantically that you're like eh, they're getting away with it man I don't know. Yeah, and and I, I, you're you're very right, man. As far as like this is when I saw, it, when, I remember seeing the when even when you look at the title, it's like this is Ramones. Like immediately, you just think of Ramones with this with this song. So um, yeah, number one, the KKK took my baby away. Uh, I'm gonna go backwards again. So number five, um, come on now. Yeah, which I'm trying. I'm trying to remember, man. That's the one was, that um, you're just a comic book kid or something like that. Yeah, that's right. I was trying to, you know, I had to look up the lyrics on that one because I was, I was like, what is, I was like, what is he, what, what's he talking about in his lyrics? So I was very curious on, on it. Um, let me see here. I'm going to have to pull it up real quick here. Lyrics. Um, yeah, because it, it's like, uh, it's talking about the police and everything and, um, it's like uh it's weird cuz it's the it's a uh, I'm trying to figure out how I don't know how I didn't really read into like what it was really about but for what I took from it it was it was um uh you know this mention about like the police and kind of this longing or this uh sense of like um searching or kind of um not knowing where to go and like like a wandering feeling and that's how I felt like like in the song when he's singing uh, it's talking about like he's kind of observing things while he's wandering around 
maybe the city or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's um, yeah, it's kind of a crazy song. Yeah, it's, I'm just not a comic book boy. Um, yeah, kind of a trippy song from the Ramones, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now that I look at it, but uh, I think that's what I like about it. it it's. Is oh, there a line about being born on a roller coaster? Yeah, it's like uh, I was born on a roller coaster ride, and then um, there's nothing scary to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. It's just all sorts of. Int- that's why I was like, maybe that's why I I liked it because it just was. It was like almost random thoughts. Yeah, like there's some imagery in there. You can you can kind of picture things happening, and like maybe the the person's like wandering yeah. somewhere. Um, but then there are moments where it's kind of like statements on, you know, like, you know, where this person came from or whatever. So I'm not, I, I kind of want to read more into the song just because of that. So that's why it's made my list. Yeah. Just was, it just made me curious. That line about the roller coaster really jumped out at me for some reason. It's because <laughs> it is very evocative, like imagery and all that, you know, it's. Yeah. Like a roller coaster? What? Yeah. What? But you can see that. You can totally picture that, you know, happening or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got that for number five. And uh, let's see here. Number three, I got 7-Eleven. Oh, wait. You, what about oh, sorry, four? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, the way I have it ordered. Ugh. Number four. <coughs> Don't go is number four. Don't go. Don't go, Shawnee. Don't go. Um, yeah, I like this song, too. It is good. Um. I'm trying to remember how it starts. God. Yeah. Have you only listened to the album once? I've only listened to it once. Yeah, I've only listened to it. I listened to it yesterday, actually. So I was like, oh, man, yeah. I, sh- I should have listened to it today before this podcast. You know, that's what I might actually start doing. I'm going to probably listen to the record once and then uh, do like a little refresher. Yeah. Um, on it. But let me just play just a couple seconds of this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Freaking love the song. Um, again, I think out of this one and uh, the KKK took my baby away, kind of the, it goes back to the, like the essential like Ramon sound. So I like this one. It's a little more uh, slowed down Yeah. and, uh, it's, uh, but I don't, I'm trying to remember what it, what it reminds me of. I mean, it, it has a lot of, it, a lot of different influences I feel from the past records. Um, Maybe even they're even they're self-titled, um, and Joey's vocals are really good in this too. Yeah, and that, and that's again another song that shines with uh, his kind of melodic. I, I really like his voice on these kind of slower tunes, these slower jams. So, um, yeah, again, like kind of ballady and like melodic, and uh, there's a mention about it's titled Seven Eleven because I think it's, it's mentioned in the song that he's going to like Seven Eleven or something, or he's meeting his girl at Seven Eleven. Um, so yeah, it's definitely it, it's funny because like you know we all know Seven Eleven, <laughs> and of course the Ramones had to write a song about it. So. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one that again kind of I, I always tend to go towards my favorite Ramones songs as far as the ones that kind of come you know pull from like their original you know sound or you know first yeah original sound and the first couple you know two three records so yeah um so yeah number three seven eleven number two i've got uh she's sensation she's a sensation she's a sensation yes 
That's a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic song. It's very, it's very, uh, again, the tempo is a little bit slower, um, but it, uh, it's very like punk. I don't mm-hmm. know how to describe it. it. It, like all the different, the sounds that are happening, it's, it's so, again, like the sound that you get for, I mean, I know, I know punk can sound either other way. I mean, the Clash definitely proved that with a, such a diverse kind of sound and even the Ramones, but um, it's definitely a, <laughs> a, a sound that like, yeah, it's guitars, you know, pumping real hard and um, the drums are, are hitting really hard too. It's got a lot of energy and, and attitude. Yeah. Um, and of course, again, um, Charlie Ramon, man, freaking kills it on, on the vocals on this. Very one. sweet, sweet, you know. Sweet, yeah. I, I love his, I, I maybe... You know, I love the fast Ramones uh, sound and, and that kind of sound they have. But again, I really like their melodic, yeah. um, kind of their slower tempo songs and kind of more uh, lyrically more kind of romantic. And and um, it, it's just, it's a good sound for all, all of them, that, that sound they create, especially with his voice. I think um, Joe Ramone has sound. probably maybe the most romantic voice in all of rock and roll, dude. He he yeah I could I could detest that man yeah for sure yeah. I I think I truly I truly agree on that one man um, that's my vote anyway man, that's a good top five right there man that is a good top, top five man top five <laughs> romantic <laughs> vocalists <laughs> um so yeah number two she's sensations yeah. she's in sensation uh and then for number one uh, the KKK took my baby away. It's a, it's yes, a damn sir. fine list, Shawnee. It's a damn fine list. We damn share a number one in the KKK took my baby away. How could it not? Again, attitude, man. Yeah. Like all the like everything you want. In, well, in a, this in album song, kicks yeah. kicks off with so much fucking posturing. Like uh, it kicks off with We Want the Airwaves, right? Yeah. How fucking 80s does that song sound? <laughs> like it and it's good. only 81. You're like Jesus Christ already. And yeah. um yeah. and they like doesn't he like whisper in the song too? Oh man. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to remember. kind of like you hear him get yeah, yeah. like as like yeah. like a backup oh, yeah. thing and you're just like this is turning me off. Man. <laughs> this is creepy. It's fucking well, creepy. Ramon's ASMR. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't I don't know about all that. Uh <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this this album kind of jumps. I feel like it doesn't have an identity. Like, it's trying to be tough, but it's also trying to be romantic. And uh, yeah, it doesn't gel a, for me. I, I feel like after bit, yeah. end of the century, the Ramones were kind of lost. And I, I, I think this album is very much a reflection of that. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, number five, It's Not My Place in the 9 to 5 world. It's oh, just a yeah. very classic kind of Ramones. It's not my place in the nine to five world. Five. It's not my place. <laughs> it's not my place. Is there is a song and I can't remember if if it's this one or not. I don't think it is. Um, where Joey and Dee Dee sing together, and I fucking loved it. Oh man! But I wasn't about to go through the whole album again. Yeah, to, I was like, oh, to shoot. find it, you know. Um. Anyway, that happens on the album, and I and it <coughs> struck me because I don't think that that happened before. Um, on a Ramones record. Oh, wow. I 
where they're singing at the, you know, sometimes do you sing backup for, of course, but they're yeah, like yeah. mixed, they were mixed equally and shit. Um, yeah, they were all, yeah, definitely purposely put, yeah, yeah, singing together. So that was really cool. Um, but anyway, I can't remember if it happens in It's Not My Place, maybe not, but whatever. Uh, number four, come on now. Um, on, it's yeah. a rockin' good time, but I don't know, man, that being born on the fucking roller coaster ride <laughs> yeah. got me. Got me, son. Yeah. It's a very good song. And it kind of reminds me of uh, Annie Hall, because this character apparently grew up underneath the oh, the roller okay. coaster, Coney Island. Uh, number three, She's a Sensation. Um, so here's what here's the interesting thing about She's a Sensation and the KKK Took My Baby Away. Do you know the history? No. no so no. they touch on, it, touch on it on the documentary, End of the Century. But Joey Ramone was in love with this woman. And She's a Sensation is about her. I believe her name, Linda. And um, she left Joey for Johnny. And oh, her that's and Johnny right. stayed together for many years until his death. But um, so She's a Sensation is about Linda. The KKK took my baby away is about Johnny. Uh, oh, the response song. Yep, right there. yep. Yep. Damn. Did they did like did they disclose that to each other too? Or? Um. I well. I guess an ins- It was an inside joke that they referred to Johnny as the KKK. Oh, I see. So okay. I think it. You know how couldn't it have been? You know they were toured in a van six inches from each other. Um, yeah, for twenty yeah. some odd years. So I don't know. I don't know, man. It's pretty fucked yeah, up. Man. I do. Rem- I, yeah. I remember the that happening. But I didn't. Yeah, I totally forgot those two songs. Yeah, were uh, in connection to that. That's cool, dude. Pretty fun. Pretty fun stuff to uh, <laughs> to have it rattle around in your head when you listen to it. Um, next week we're gonna do Subterranean Jungle, another album I have yeah. never listened to before. Never heard of, dude. Um, Sounds very tropical. <laughs> it, no, the album covers them on a fucking graffiti ass subway. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, Subterranean Jungle next week. Uh, that'll be... Oh, God. I can't believe we're doing all the fucking Ramones. I love the Ramones. <laughs> I love the Ramones, but... It's cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll just keep going until we're, we're done, and we'll hit the, we'll hit the Clash. And <laughs> yeah. We'll get Bob Dylan. Clash, yeah, just think the Clash and Bob Dylan are coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shawnee, uh, do you have anything you'd like to share with our audience this week, sir? Um... Man, yeah, nothing, nothing really much, guys. I've just been like sick, so I just kind of recovered from that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I think I'm just excited for just the uh, January is like pretty much almost over. So, uh, you know what? Actually, I uh, watched one of um, oh, Future Man season two just came out on Hulu. Starting to get through that. So, oh, yeah. if you guys haven't seen it. Check it out. Check it the fuck Joey, out. If you haven't seen Future Man, check it out. I watched the pilot. Yeah. It was, it was, I don't know. Keep watching it. It was, it was yeah. pretty funny. I'm trying to get yeah. off TV, man. I'm trying to get back into <laughs> writing fucking hard. So I'll watch movies, but I'm trying not to do TV. Although I, I, I am going to finish Marin. It's, it's a, and I'm very excited radical. for Game of Thrones. Anyway. Yeah. I think I'm going to rewatch Game of Thrones. Start just rewatching Game I gotta, of Thrones. I got to do that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, nothing much to share this week, man, but, um, I'll have something for you guys next week for sure. Right on. Uh, Joey, do you have anything to share this week? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, I rented, not thinking 
I was going to get anything special, um, but I rented Venom. Oh, it is, I haven't seen that yet. It is worse than I thought it would be. <laughs> um, and I, I thought it was going to be very bad, and it is very fucking bad. Um, Damn. Check it out for a laugh. Don't pay for it like I did. Um, wow. Even Michelle Williams is fucking horrible in this movie. I mean, Tom Hardy is doing something... I don't know what the fuck he's he's doing something, but I don't know what he's doing. Uh, it ain't good. No one is good in this movie, and um, you can tell it's kind of like you know Affleck in Justice League clearly just on screen does not give a fuck. He's just there for the paycheck. That is every single actor in this fucking movie because I've all seen them be terrific in other things, yeah. and you can just yeah. tell they're just they do not believe in what they're doing, and the CG all looks. Not even half finished. Fucking quarter finished. Nothing looks finished. Um, Damn. And uh, and it takes place in San Francisco, so it's fucking completely insulting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Venom, check it out. Or I mean, don't again. Don't fucking pay for I, it. But I, I, it's I'm an curious. oddity. It is a curio so yeah. that you gotta fucking see, man. I'll 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 watch it. Yeah. And just keep all that in mind. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Shawnee. Shawnee. Yes. Shawnee. Joey. Shonda. Joey. <laughs> uh, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, my friend? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Shawnee Music and uh, on my website, ShawneeMusic.net. Dot net. Dot net. Uh, Joey. Where can we find more humor? You can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Joey Parati, and you can check out my website, joeypartyscripts.com. You can check out the show at uh, Top5Pod, that's T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5-P-O-D, on Instagram, on Twitter, at gmail.com. You can also check us out on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and Google Play. So please give us a like, give us a follow, give us a listen, and we will give you everything we've got. Everything. Everything. Um, it's been great though man it's been fun um, and I look forward to doing it again next week very soon very soon very soon alright until next time I'm Joey Parati and I'm Sean Day thanks thanks